Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Pretty good. I'm getting used to it. Today is Tuesday. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Tuesday, 740. Uh, Tuesday, February 1st. We are now officially into the second month of 2022. Tomorrow will be 2-2-2022, but I'm not going to podcast, so we have to take note of it today. Um, you know, all that fertile soil, right? Keep priming that soil. Year of the Tiger, too. Happy Chinese New Year. Um, yeah, what does it mean? What does it all mean? It's like we can't predict anything anymore. It's who knows? Who knows what the year will bring? Ah. So let's see. Um, I am trying something new. Uh, I am doing the, I, I record this on Zencast. Every once in a while someone asks me what I use to record this. And um, it was uh, Leslie Penelope who gave me the recommendation. It's been a great recommendation. So I use Zencaster to record both the audio and the video. And it's great because when I have guests, which I haven't done for a while, I guess, but when I do have guests, um, I can just send them a web link and interview them and so forth. And um, Megan, we should have you on. I, I should interview you. You should come on the show sometime and then you could see how Zencaster works too, because she was one who asked about it. So they have a, um, I use the free plan because, hey, you know, I don't make money on this podcast, though you can contribute. Just, I never remember to say these things. There are other people who are much better about this than I am. And you know, like they have their whole spiel at the end saying, remember to click like, remember to subscribe, um, donate to the podcast, send me your money. <laughs> I'm not that great at it. Uh, every once in a while, someone donates to the podcast. You can find it by, um, there's like a little heart if you're listening, or I think it's um, like in the show notes on YouTube. But anyway, I already pay for the Buzzsprout side because that's what I use to upload to all of the um, podcast places. But Zencaster, I've been doing the free version and it's... um. I could go up to pro, which is like $20 a month, which would make my total outlay $38 a month between Buzzsprout and Zencaster, which I mean, it's not a lot, but considering that I don't really have any direct income that comes from this, I, I just try to be aware of that. Anyway, the pro plan offers a transcript option where it will automatically uh, transcribe the podcast, which I know you guys are asking for, and yes, I want to be accessible. I'm hoping that there's a 14 day free trial. So we'll try it out. If you look at the podcast or I'm at the transcript, I mean, let me know what you think. Um, I'm going to try not to edit it because that's where I got bogged down when I tried it before I tried um, otter.ai and it was pretty good, but the way I talk, because I change subjects a lot and I change topics mid sentence 
and I have run-on sentences. I'm sure this is like one big run-on sentence if I looked at the transcript. As a writer, it drives me up the fucking wall. I just cannot look at this and not edit it. So for like a 20-minute podcast, when I tried the transcript before, I was spending an hour editing it at least, which reader, this is not time well spent. (laughs) Not for me. So I'm going to try the free, not free, the free trial, but the free transcript option and see if it works well enough because I figure $20 a month is probably worth it to be accessible. Um, Minerva Spencer, I am looking at you. You do not need accessibility. You just don't like listening to stuff. Just putting that out there, but you would benefit also. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, I'm glad you guys (laughs) were amused by yesterday's podcast. Uh, yeah, it was uh, a comedy of errors. It was the blooper podcast. I don't know what the deal was. Um, although today I very cleverly with the wisdom of experience moved my keyboard and put it aside. So it's not near my coffee. So at least we eliminate that factor of um, blooperness. See, now I'm thinking about this transcript and I'm thinking, what is it going to do with words like blooperness? (laughs) It's going to, I don't know, make it something German. I'm not going to obsess. I'm really not going to obsess about this. I may be obsessing a little bit. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah. Yesterday was funny. Um, glad I could give you a laugh. <laughs> if inadvertently. So let's see. Yesterday I did get my 3,000 words. It was a slower day. Um, it took me longer. Longer and slower. Those two things go together. We are on Sesame Street. Um, oh, I can look on this screen, Jeffy. Jeez. So it was a total elapsed time of nearly five hours, and it took me three hours and 15 minutes. So about half an hour longer. Um, I don't know why. I was feeling, well, clearly discombobulated <laughs> yesterday that I like couldn't figure out the podcast recording thing that I've done. You know, guys know how many podcasts I've done now. I guess I passed like the um, 500 episode mark, but what I could tell you, because I actually, I've done 593 podcasts. Can you believe that? So you would think, one would think that I would know what I was doing by now, but no. Although I have changed technologies a few times over that. This this is five years. This is my fifth year of doing the podcast. Um, I started it in, well, we can answer this question too. Um, let's see. 
Is this right? Is this, was I keeping track? Season two, here's season one. Oh, I didn't really keep track that first season of my episode numbers. I'm not sure why. I only started keeping track of those in um, season two. So I did 80 episodes in season one, and I know I started somewhere around July. I could probably look up the actual date. So amazing. When I was having lunch with my friend uh, who writes as Katie Lane, Cowboy Romance, the other day, she was saying very nice things about the podcast and saying that she admires my consistency on this. And I've mentioned this from time to time, but every time someone gets me to try to upgrade what I'm doing on this podcast, I dig in my heels because this is how I establish consistency. She said that she felt like, you know, consistency is what you really need to do in order to establish a podcast and uh, have it be successful. And she asked how my numbers were. And I said, well, they increase all the time, which is great. Um, but, you know, doing it for 20 minutes, four days a week with pretty low tech where I don't edit, I don't revise the transcripts. <laughs> We are not going to revise the transcripts. You know, it keeps it low effort. So a lot of people who are doing podcasts, you know, are really going for that. Let's monetize this. Let's make it hugely successful. Let's make all kinds of money. Um, <laughs> I already admitted that I make no money on this podcast. I make money every once in a while, not just donating, but um, it used to be, you know, like Kensington would do those ad spots, but then they stopped. So I guess I feel like not everything in life should be about making money. And, and I touched on this briefly yesterday when I talked about um, that not the idea of monetizing creativity. I don't agree with Elizabeth Gilbert. That's whose name I was trying to think of. Where she says in Big Magic, where she says that you should not, that you should keep your day job. Because if you connect money to your creative work, then you'll stifle your creativity. And I think that's a pretty nice thing to say if you're Elizabeth Gilbert and making huge money on appearances and so forth. I mean, it's really easy to say once you're making big money on your books and it's, it's a place of privilege, right? I mean, you keep your day job because you need to pay your freaking bills, right? Um, but if you want to make a living as a writer, you, there, you are attaching money to, to your creativity. There's just no way around it right? You're creating this thing that then is a source of money for a whole lot of people, which is cool about it because there are a lot of people who uh, get money from what I'm doing. I mean, Jeff Bezos is making money off of me, right? Uh, not that he needs his percentage of my books, but he gets it, right? All those people who work for Amazon, who work for Google Play, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, uh, Smashwords, I'm helping to pay their salaries. I pay my, my cover designer. I pay my editors. I pay my formatter. They're all making a living off of this thing that I'm making out of nothing. So yes, it's monetized. That said, 
I do think that there's something to be said for having things in your life that are not monetized that are simply for the joy of it. I remember meeting um, a poet laureate and I can't recall his name right now. No surprise. He um, lived in the Midwest and he was an insurance salesman for his entire career and wrote poems like did a thing where he wrote one poem a night and he ended up being the US poet laureate and wonderful poems. But was interesting to me he came and talked at the university where I was up in Wyoming. He also painted and he said that he he sold his poems you know he'd gotten to the point in his career. I mean by the time you're a US poet laureate hopefully you're making at least something off of your poems. Uh, but his paintings he said he very deliberately refused to sell his paintings even though he had had offers that galleries had offered to carry his work and so forth. He only gave them away to people because he said he wanted to have a creative outlet that wasn't monetized. And I think that that's important. Um, now is that why I don't monetize the podcast? No probably if I could you know make money off of this that, that would be nice and I would but I also don't want to get so into this relentless marketing. Um, and that's why I haven't done really well with some of the podcast groups that I've been invited to and that kind of thing because they all talk about you know like things like grow your show and you know implement this and what technology are you using for that and how do you you know how do you advertise and how do you reach this market or that market and you know it's like some for something that I'm putting 20 minutes a day into just so I can sit here and chat with you guys. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I like one of my friends said, oh, you should buy a ring light. I'm like, no, I'm just not going to buy a ring light. <laughs> I'll just sit here and look at my face on the laptop and it'll be fine. Although I did get a facial. <laughs> did I mention? I've never loved a facial as much as this one and now I want to go like get one every month or every other month. I might do it. So vanity vanity all is vanity and chasing after the wind. Um, oh I actually have something I actually have something of substance to discuss today. Oh I have two things of substance I'm going to save this since I actually wrote it down. Um, I think it's funny because we watched a movie last night called drunk bus like a bus for drunks drunk bus and it was funny it was a it was a good movie and what was really interesting is that it had the same ending as the movie that we watched the night before which was called elsewhere and I know that some of this could be because um, David found drunk bus because he was looking at we've really been using more of the if you like this movie you might like this one. I think their algorithms getting a little bit better. So it could be that this was a similarity. Uh, and I'm going to talk about the endings of these two movies. So if you don't want to hear it uh, you might you know put your hands over your ears and do the la 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 but it's not like they're twist endings or anything. There's nothing earth shattering about these endings. What I found really interesting was that they resolved the story in the same way for both and it was almost a lack of resolution. So cover your ears if you don't want to hear the ending but 
both of these movies were about uh, a guy, a white guy, um, who is kind of hapless and both reeling from previous relationships with women. And elsewhere, it's his wife died two years before and he's like still grieving uh, in drunk bus. It's that his girlfriend left him. And both of these are like, that's part of the plot. Um, no spoilers there. And so they're both sort of haplessly finding their way through life in these places where they are. One's in a beautiful place and one's in a miserable place. But, and the, and the movie's kind of like about them finding their way out of this morass of both of them are really grieving, right? Grieving loss and trying to figure out who they are and uh, their friends yell at both of them <laughs> for like not making decisions and not getting their shit together. And the both movies ended with the guy leaving town, leaving and we don't know where he's going. And neither one of them do we know where he's going. It's it's completely unresolved that way, but they're both heading off. At least they're not staying where they were. And I found that really interesting. You know, like, is this, um, I mean, I think that they probably both are arguably millennial generation because they had like guys in their thirties. And so maybe that's a metaphor for the millennial generation about, you know, not making a decision, but at least we're going to go somewhere else. I just found it really funny. Have you guys noticed this trend? Is this a thing? Maybe it, I mean, I have an N of two, so I'm not going to obsess about it. I'm using the word obsess a lot today. Um, oh, so then this is, I dropped my sticky, but I remember what it says. I saw, uh, through Nink, uh, Novelist Incorporated. I'm a member of that. Uh, they'd sent out a thing saying that someone was looking to do uh, PhD research on creativity and would we be willing to do an hour long interview to talk about our creative process. And you guys know I like to talk about my creative process. So I thought, oh, okay, I'll do that. So, you know, click on the link to get more information and it's a study through a university and this gal's, you know, studying creativity. But what they would do is audio only, you turn off the video, but it's through Zoom. And for an hour, you talk as you write. You talk about your creative choices as you write. I'm going to stare into the camera now. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't even, I'm, I'm almost wordless, uh, but not for long. <laughs> but what? What? I can't imagine trying to talk as I write. Um, I'm when I'm writing, I'm there typing away. I'm type, 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 typing. I'm I'm streaming the the world and the characters and I just <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm sputtering. Um I, I almost wrote to this gal and maybe, I don't know. Do you guys think I should? Cause there was an opportunity to like email and ask questions, but I want to email her and tell her your study design is really flawed. I'm sure that's what she would want to hear. Like from former scientist, a former neuroscientist turned writer of fantasy romance, but she's going to get a very particular kind of creative process by, by, 
going at it this way. It's just, um, it's kind of mind boggling for to me. So those of you who are listening, who are writers, do you think you could do that? Is that something you could do is actually narrate as you are writing? I could see how it might work if you are someone who does like research and world building that you could say, okay, now I don't even, I don't even know how that would work. Now I need to name this character. So I'm going to go to behindthename.com, which is what I do. And I'm going to search for this meaning. I just can't even, I can't even, um, but I don't need to. So, and I probably will not email this poor PhD student and give her my opinions on creative process. However, I will rant to all of you about it because that's what uh, you don't pay me for. (laughs) That was a good hook, right? Okay. Well, I hope you all have a fabulous Tuesday and I will be back to um, rant at you about creative process and other things on Thursday. So you all have a good week and I will talk to you Thursday. Bye-bye.